Hey everybody, welcome to uh, episode 3 of the Get Equipped Podcast. Uh, as always, I am joined by Cassidy. Cass, how are you holding up tonight? Pretty good. Pretty tired. Rough week. <laughs> yeah, very, very same. Very same. <laughs> uh, so uh, tonight we're actually, we're just going to have kind of a chill night, you know, just kind of going to kind of hang out and, you know, have a, have a very easy, easygoing topic tonight. We're just really going to talk about uh, some games we've been playing. Um... Because yeah. I've been trying, to, yeah, I've been trying to catch up on my backlog that really backed up uh, for, for, from Christmas. Uh, since I picked up quite a few games, I have so many games sitting in my Steam library that I've hardly touched. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I said to heck with my backlog, and I'm diving in on games that either recently updated or recently came out. <laughs> oh, nice. So, all right. So, what what are you playing then? Uh, lay, the, lay the deets on us. Let's get right into it. Okay, the, the two big things that I'm playing right now are... Uh, I just got Monster Hunter Rise, because I, I couldn't so wait. Jelly. <laughs> um, I am all so jelly. All my friends have jealous. it. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it's Oh, oh wait, wait. I, that just made me realize something. Continue. Or, or did you buy it physically? I bought it digitally, yo. Yeah, so you know what that means. <laughs> I do know what that means. <laughs> nice. That, um, we just got to set up Steam Share by the time that Village comes out. And yeah. And we'll, uh, we'll, we'll have met our Capcom quota for sharing. sharing oh, yeah. Sharing is caring, everybody. Easily. Um, I, I'm only, like, a couple of hours into it, but uh, so far, I, I think I like it as much as World. The, That's good. The terrains aren't as varied or detailed yet, but... I get the feeling that that could probably change. Yeah, yeah. It's actually like I play. I've only I played the demo of it, and I thought the demo was actually a lot of fun. Oh and, yeah, it's um, great. Yeah, like I'm actually like from what I've played of it, I'm really impressed with how flexible the RE engine is with um with the Switch. That's crazy to me. Yeah. Um. God, I can't remember what they call it in the game, but the uh, the bugs that you use to traverse quickly are really oh, fun. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, the Spider-Man bugs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you I want more of that when you play the game, uh, definitely try the uh, the insect glaive because that's mostly about like jumping around and being like a a dragoon from Final Fantasy. <laughs> oh, that makes me so happy. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. Like, that's one of my favorite classes. Oh, that is super cool. Like, so how's uh, how, how? What do you think of the monsters compared to uh, previous Monster Hunter games? Um. I like that this is mostly a mismatch or a mishmash of older monsters so far, uh, but I, I know there are some original ones in the game that are really cool too. Uh -huh. I've only fought uh, one larger monster so far, and it's a returning monster from an older Monster Hunter game. Okay. It's uh, like, yeah, it's I, like uh... a bear mixed with a turtle. Yeah, I've seen that one. Like, see, like I, I don't know a lot about Monster Hunter. Um, so, like, Rise will probably be, like, my first proper Monster Hunter game. I've dabbled, I dabbled a little bit in Try on the Wii, but I never played for more than, like, two or three hours. Oh, this so is, like, Leagues yeah. and Bounds better than, well, yeah. I, I won't say better than Try, but it, it's a much more accessible game, that's for sure. Yeah. And that, that's a problem that Monster Hunter had forever. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I was because uh, I was about to ask, you know, because with someone like me who hasn't really uh, gotten much into Monster Hunter like before, 
Like, do you think this would be a good jumping point? Oh, yeah. If you were going to get in on the series at any point, this is the the game to start with. Um, to either this or World, because they're pretty equivalent in that. But this has even more freedom of movement. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, the everything everything about the game, like, I really liked, from the demo that I played, I really liked the uh, the bow and arrow. I thought it was a lot of fun, and I really wow, liked really? the... Wow, uh, really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, like, I liked, ha- yeah, I liked having the mix of, um, of, like, ranged, and then, like, using the bow, like, the bow to just, or, the, like, a, the spear or whatever I had, like, to just beat the monster silly, like, when I got close. But yeah. I could also hang back and lay down fire, because, like, I actually, like... I really like how the RE engine feels, uh, like with its shooting mechanics. You know, oh they're man, pretty simi- you yeah, should play pretty- DMC five. <laughs> I yeah, I've heard. <laughs> um, that's another series I have never touched, and I, I've been meaning to. Um, now I'm motivated. Yeah, <laughs> Dante for Smash. Actually, no, don't do that. I'm getting Virgil for flashbacks. Smash instead. Yeah, Virgil for Smash. Perfect. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but yeah, like it's, I, I really like how shooting feels in the RE engine. And so I like, I really like the light bow gun too. That was yeah. the first weapon. Yeah. The first weapon that I tried out when I was playing with my brother-in-law, uh, and his friend, they were kind of like, you know, they're, they've, they've played a lot of Monster Hunter World. So okay. they, uh, yeah, they were kind of showing me the ropes and everything. I was just like, what's this one? They're like, oh, that's, uh, the light bow gun. I'm like, I like to shoot. <laughs> and I, I had a really good time. Yeah, and, I like, hear it's even more fun in this game than it was in previous games. Yeah, I've heard horror stories like uh, from the PSP days where you like had to claw grip to play Monster Hunter proper. <laughs> oh, yeah, it, just, it was like that up until... Well, like even in the 3DS days, it was like yeah, that. Yeah, that looked, that looked painful. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, painful. that was the game that they made the Circle Pad Pro for. <laughs> oh, wow. They said it was for Revelations, but... I mean, that game didn't sell nearly as well as Monster Hunter did. Yeah, I mean, I, and I can see why. I mean, I like, I could go on such a tangent about Revelations right now, but I'm not gonna. I'm gonna, I'm gonna save you, save you that that suffering. Right I now, like that, I, I like that game a lot, but let's talk about Monster Hunter. Yeah. So normally, I'm uh, an insect glaive person or a dual blades person. Uh-huh. Um, because I like the easy-to-use weapons, but this time I'm forcing myself to learn how to use the longsword, because okay. it's one of the toughest weapons, like, in... Well, I mean, it's usually one of the tougher weapons in the series, because mm-hmm. it, it's a lot about, like, learning iframes. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of like learning a new fighting game, I've found. <laughs> yeah, like, kind of. Yeah, because people are, like, finding, like, new combos and new paths and everything, and it's got a lot of depth to it. Yeah, uh, I mean, plus, like, cool. it's a giant katana, so I gotta be like Sephiroth, of course. What's not to like? I um. mean... <laughs> uh, so how's how's the single-player content in Rise? Because, I, like, I don't know how much I'll be able to play with people right off the bat. Um, um, well, I've only played for two hours so far. <laughs> so, okay. uh... So far, I'd say it's pretty good. Like, you should be so, able to complete everything in the game on your own. It's just, you know, better with pe- other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The multiplayer was a lot of fun. That okay. Um, I mean, yeah, plus yeah, sing- you get a palamute, the the dog, and uh, yes. a feline. <laughs> yes, yeah, so you can ride the dog in the game. That's that's a very important feature. Uh, it helps you get around so quickly. Yeah, it really does. Um, yeah, I, th- I think I've actually played the demo for probably about three hours. Nice. Um, yeah, I got to play that one multiplayer session with my brother-in-law and his friend, and then uh, I just kind of played around in the single player because. Um, what was kind of uh how much does the demo give you 
Uh, you you get like a beginner, an intermediate, and an expert monster to hunt. Oh, okay. Uh, it's, yeah, it's it's all in the same wooded area, but it does allow you to party up with other players. Cool. Um, and it does, and you also have a uh, the the writing like the Werven writing uh, uh, tutorial there too. Okay. So like, yeah, it's good to teach you to kind of the basics. I'm, I may like run through the demo one more time, but I'm eh, I'm sure the full game will teach me uh, teach me the way. It should. Um, It'll just take a little bit longer because they stretch that stuff out. But um, yeah, yeah, that's true. But yeah, it looks really good, and it's a really good-looking game on the Switch. Like, yeah, this is uh, the first. Yeah, yeah, this is like the first game in like a long time that I'm like, wow, I don't feel hindered by the hardware. Yeah, uh, they had to basically build this one from the ground up, like to make the RE engine fit the Switch. But uh, you can tell mm. that they put a lot of work into it. Yeah, like they, uh, Capcom and like you know other de uh, other developers, they're able to really pull a lot of really good like uh, te technically impressive stuff out of the Switch when it's developed from the ground up, working with the hardware. Yeah, it, like a, a lot of stuff lately, I've been you know preferring to play on PC, um, just because it it runs so much better. The Switch is really starting to show its age for me. Like I had a friend yeah, of mine over, <laughs> yeah, I had a friend of mine over last night who plays Dragon Ball Fighters on Switch. And I actually think the Fighters port for Switch is a pretty competent port, but just like the load times, he was like, wow, <laughs> <Yeah>. whoa, whoa. <laughs> okay, so um, I played it on the PS4 first, and the load times were already pretty bad there. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can't imagine what it's like on the Switch. Now I play on the PC, so <laughs> what loading times? Yeah, yeah there, there's no load times on the PC. <laughs> um, we should stream that. Um but yeah, yeah, Monster Hunter Rise looks that's excellent. I've heard nothing but great things uh, from uh, from everybody that I've talked to, and it's kind of like the big must-own Switch game right now. Yeah, and uh, I, I just got to throw out there that I named my uh, my Palamute Sif after the Great Wolf from Dark Souls, and that's uh, awesome. I named my feline uh, Grahatia after the best cat boy from Final Fantasy fourteen. Nice. I know nothing about fourteen either. <laughs> <laughs> But I, those sound like good names, and I trust you on that. Gotta get the free trial that now includes the first expansion for absolutely for free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I keep seeing that advertised. It's great. <laughs> um, so, like, I, I uh, so I, I mean, we were we were kind of stuck at home for uh, a couple of weeks because we had COVID, and uh, I finally finished up the uh, Link's Awakening remake. Oh while, yeah. While we're talking, yeah, while we're talking about Switch games, um, that's a very faithful remake very very faithful uh it's it's the definitive version i think of link's awakening uh which you know means it's a really good game it's a short game but it's still a really good game but there's like a lot of quality of life changes that like i didn't realize like when i first started playing the game oh yeah like i hear like uh the fact that you can have your sword and shield out instead of having to uh map those buttons <laughs> yeah yeah so you're so the, the sword and shield are both mapped to buttons uh, the Pegasus boots are, are mapped to a button. Nice. Uh, yeah, so that's, you know, it's three item slots. You still have X and Y as your, um, yeah, X and Y, yeah, X and Y as your item, you know, typical item slots. But yeah, everything is just so much snappier. A lot of the redone music is just so good. Like, when you get a chance, go and listen to the new version of the, fa the uh, Face Shrine theme. It's really really good it's really creepy it's very very moody uh, oh um, the boss of that shrine is actually one of my favorite zelda bosses ever yeah it's just and, a yeah, face yeah yeah and like speaking of the bosses they're all like kind of remixed a little bit 
uh, because like you do have a like a like the game plays like a little bit differently. Like it's very familiar once you once you start playing it, but a lot of these uh, a lot of the bosses have been kind of remixed to accommodate some of the new mechanics. It, you know, they kind of did that with the combat too. For nice. example, some of the moblins that you'll fight in the or you know in the forest, instead of just like swiping at them like you would on the Game Boy, you have to shield and like bounce their attack back and get throw them off of their balance before you can attack them. Nice. Uh, and they yeah they kind of follow that philosophy with a lot of the boss fights too and make things you know a little bit more interesting, which is really really cool. Uh, it, definitely check out the um, the wind, the ballad of the windfish that the new version of that song as well. Mm-hmm. It's crazy good it's crazy good i hear um, that there are like some um some weird frame dips in the game have, have yeah. you experienced that yeah i have so the game it's it's kind of a shame so the game uh strives to hit 60 frames per second uh-huh. and i really feel like with a couple of patches they probably could have hit that because this like the the environments all look really good and the particle effects all look really good but um once you start getting, you know, a little bit too much on screen, it starts dipping down into 30. Now, oh, I don't no. really, yeah, I don't really mind, like, a 30 frame per second game. I yeah, I really don't mind it one bit, as long as it is consistent. But Link's Awakening is kind of jumping back and forth a lot. And it's it's really noticeable, you yeah. know. Yeah, I'd prefer yeah. a stable 30 over a, an oh, inconsistent, yeah. like, range between 30 and 60. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I mean, sometimes, you know, it'll dip down to 20 sometimes if there's just a lot going on. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, it's it, it's weird. It's, it's very weirdly inconsistent performance from a first-party Nintendo game because usually they're really good at scaling the resolution, and the resolution scales a lot in this game, too, but it, it's just not as noticeable due to the art style. Um, yeah. But... But yeah, like I like I felt like even for the most part, Breath of the Wild was more con- frame consistent than this. But Breath of the Wild also only targeted thirty frames per second, and it hit that target most of the time. Yeah, um, I think uh, Grezzo worked on this one. Was that right? Yes, yeah, Grezzo worked on this one, and they also worked on the uh, Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask remakes for the 3DS. Yeah. Um. So, but yeah, I mean, they did a good job. It's still very playable. Which is, you know, it's 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 Link's Awakening at its core, and I, I really honestly do think that this is the definitive version of the game. So one of the big features that they added was that that, that proto Zelda dungeon maker that uh, Dompe, you know, lets you do. I didn't touch it once during my entire playtime because I'm like, well, I can't share this with anybody. Why right. would I care? <laughs> What's the point like, in that? <laughs> yeah, like it's it's such a wait, you know, missed opportunity. You know, especially with uh, as good of a job as they've done with stuff like Mario Maker. Yeah. What I really want to see come from this is uh, remakes of the Oracle games. Yeah, I think they would do so good in this style. Because, um, I mean, the art style is very, very beautiful. And, like, you've got, you do have, you've got a couple of, uh, like, fully anime cutscenes in the game, too. Yeah. You know, you saw, you know, the first one, really, the entirety of the first one in the trailer. Uh, but the second one that you see is just like it's jaw-droppingly gorgeous. It looks like a you know like a Zelda Miyazaki film. Nice. Um, yeah, I would have loved to see a little bit more of that. But overall, the game's really fun. We we had snagged it for uh, thirty bucks last Black Friday. I'd say that's about and what it's worth. That yeah, that's about what it's worth. I can't I can't really recommend it for sixty dollars because that it, it is it is a shorter Zelda game, um, and it's 
is you don't really push a whole lot of boundaries like something like Breath of the Wild. It's a, you know, it's it's Link Link's Awakening. It's a very traditional experience, but uh, thirty dollars I think is a great price for it. Yeah, I you think know, the only it, reason you would pay sixty for it is if you already paid sixty for it on accident. Yeah. <laughs> on accident whoops i walked out of here with uh you had to be an early adopter oh no does does that mean they're gonna load your copy of link's awakening with like 30 game boy roms (laughs) oh it's the ambassador version yeah that'll then those roms will never be released on switch in any other form yeah and it's got a version of minish cap that you can't uh, use sleep mode with (laughs) oh jeez Oh, yeah, and that's uh, going to be the only way we'll ever get Minish Cap again. Oh, right. Oh, man. So, poor Vati. <laughs> oh, man, poor Vati. So, like, what, what else have you been playing? Um, I've also been playing the new expansion for Binding of Isaac, uh, Binding of Isaac Repentance, and I oh, my God. I see you playing that a lot. <laughs> I yeah. see you playing that game a lot. Um, yeah, like... Uh, background information on the Switch version. I think I've got seven or eight hundred hours in that game. That and is actually nuts. I've got every achievement except for the one that requires you to 100% the game three times. <laughs> wow. Um, That's dedication. I don't have nearly that much on the Steam version, but I've still got like almost 500 hours into it, and with the new expansion, I've still got somewhere in the realm of 220 achievements still left to unlock (laughs) oh my god that's insane yeah like you have you have like i've got years of gameplay left (laughs) i was was gonna say you like yeah you i think you have like double the amount of time in that game than i do in smash which is crazy to me (laughs) oh that's nothing i have friends who've uh, played tf2 for like twice that long oh wow it's like all they play. Yeah, I mean, I feel like, it's Team Fortress 2. <laughs> I can't yeah. blame them. Yeah, like, I've I, I've hardly touched Binding of Isaac. I think I've played it, like, a couple of times, but nothing, uh, nothing really, really intense, you know, intense play sessions. Yeah. Um, I just, it didn't grab me. The most I know of Isaac is, uh, I have a fighting game called Blade, Blade Strangers. Oh, where yeah. He is, where he's a playable <laughs> character. That's, it, he's one of the weirder characters in that game, too. Yeah. That's an awkward game. That's a really awkward game. That's the kind of game you can't like play in front of your family with certain characters. Yeah, like, uh, I mean, I wouldn't buy anything from Nicholas again aside from Isaac. Yeah, <laughs> and if it weren't for the fact that I, if it weren't for the fact that I love Isaac so much, I wouldn't have even bought this expansion. But the expansion's so good. It's uh. It's actually like an official version of a mod that was very popular called Anti-Birth. Um, really? The the lead developer of the game, like the, the creator of Isaac, just decided to hire the, the lead dev of Anti-Birth. And That's they've been working awesome. on it for like two or three years now, I think, and finally released it. That's really awesome. Like, I, I love when developers, like, actually embrace, like, fan mods and stuff like that. Yeah. I think that's, like, really cool. I love, absolutely love seeing stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and before the game had, like, 15 characters, uh, this game sort of, uh, it, like, it, it technically brings the game up to 17 characters, but um, wow. because of the way, th- okay, there's, like, a secret unlock in the game. 
uh, that you can get for each character, and it roughly doubles that up to 34 characters. Oh, wow. Who all have their own unique unlocks. Wow. That sounds like, um... Oh, man, what was that platform fighter that came out like? Uh, Brawlout. That's what Brawlout did. Brawlout had, like, they, like, they had a roster of, like, nine characters, but they doubled it by, like, making clone-type characters unlockables with, yeah. like, slightly different moves. I mean, it's, it's a valid way to, you know, bump up the, uh, the content in the game. But, yeah, wow. This does that, but each of the, the variants, because it's just variants of the, the regular cast, um, each of the variants play completely different from the original version of the character. Yeah, that's And they good. look different, yeah. too. Yeah, the variety is really, really nice. Absolutely. Really, Speaking really of nice. variety, now there are, like, thousands of items in the game, so the amount of permutations a run could follow are almost limitless. That's insane, yeah, like, because, uh, because it's more of a roguelike, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I've had so much trouble trying to get into roguelikes, like, even, like, even though, like, stuff like 20XX, which Mm -hmm. I love, I've still never finished a run of it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, It's, I have, like, uh, I have such a hard time getting into roguelikes, and I, I don't know why. I have, there's, like, three genres that I have, like, really hard time getting into. But I'll, I'll actually go over that here in a little bit. Oh, and That's I it. will say, like, the expansion gives us, like, a definitive ending to the game that is uh, not what I expected, and I really, really enjoy that. Along That's with, like, nice, yeah. a few extra, like, super in-game bosses that are insane. <laughs> That's How were the boss fights in the game overall? Um, the new boss fights are gonna take some getting used to. <laughs> They're way tougher. <laughs> In fact, like, the whole game is way tougher now. Oh, jeez. Yeah, especially if you play on hard mode for everything like I do. They, they actually <laughs> made it into a real hard mode. Yeah. Like, um, do they, like, how do they approach hard mode? Do they, like, just buff damage and decrease health, or...? Okay, so the way that hard mode used to work is that they basically just lowered the amount of drops you would get at the end of a room, like you mm-hmm. probably would have a lower chance of getting health pickups again. And gotcha. it increased the number of uh, elite variants of uh, monsters in the game. Okay. They still do that in this version of hard mode, except like they made health drops a little bit more frequent. But now uh, there are several changes <laughs> that oh, make it much harder. For example... All enemies in the game have much higher shot speed. <laughs> oh, jeez. So if you're not careful, you can easily get destroyed that way. <laughs> yeah, that sounds, uh, that sounds rough. <laughs> yeah. Not gonna lie. They, they nerfed the heck out of shops. Oh, okay. Yeah, wow. it, it, they're not nerfed at all in normal mode, but if you're playing hard yeah. mode, they sure are. <laughs> Well, I, I appreciate that them that they're taking, you know, different approaches, you know, to, to hard mode. Because, like, a lot of times I feel like hard mode, it, you know, hard modes in games just end up wasting your time more than anything. Yeah. Because um, they're just like, oh, we're going to make all these enemies, like, super bullet spongy. And we're going to, you know, do, you know, decrease, you know, double the amount of damage you take. And I don't know, it's never really vibe with me. I just, just feel like I'm getting my time wasted. But, like... Something that's, like, kind of designed from the ground up to provide the player with a better challenge going forward, like, that's something I, like, really appreciate. Yeah, um, 
I, I feel like by the time I'm done like doing all my hard mode uh, mode stuff and I go back to like anything in normal mode, it's gonna be like taking off m or my weighted clothing. <laughs> <laughs> What is it? It's like a Naruto character that does that. It, I know yeah, yeah. Uh, like uh, we all know the clip Rock that I'm Lee. talking about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Rock Lee. <laughs> or, or you know, like Piccolo or Goku, like in the yeah, Raditz Piccolo, fight. Piccolo, Goku, uh, classic, classic. Yeah, that's awesome. Hopefully, you will like never run out of gameplay for, <laughs> for that. Well, I'm um, old now, so I have a lot less free time. So I, I'd say that's yeah. probably accurate. <laughs> Very same, very same. And like, so like, kind of kind of to go back and touch on, you know, these genres that I've had trouble getting into, I have been uh, slowly working my way through uh, Resident Evil 7 lately. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, because I'm, I'm really excited. This boy for needs his supper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, yeah. So Resident Evil 7, uh, for those of you who don't know, adopts a first person viewpoint that has not really been done in the main Resident Evil series before. Uh, you're either looking at fixed camera angles for one through code Veronica, over the shoulder for the um, two and three remakes, and then four through six. And then seven is the first game, mainline game, that is a, a first person first person adventure game. I can, like, it's, it's redneck Metroid Prime, if you will. Yeah, before um, that, there were only two spin-off games. I think yeah, technically Dead three. Yeah, Dead, Dead Aim and Survivor. Yeah, that's right. Uh, don't um, play and, those and, games, by the way. Yeah, don't do not do it. Um, but no, so like I have always like had a really hard time getting into first-person shooters in like in a single-player setting and like nowadays i'm even having like more of an issue getting into it in a multiplayer setting and this actually became really apparent to me when i first tried to play through metroid prime it took me months to get through that game i think it took me about a year from the time that i got metroid prime one to when i finally got it finished oh wow yeah and i like it's weird because i sat there i'm like i don't know why I'm having to force myself to play this game, you know, to you know, to get it finished because I I like the game. I think everything about it is well designed. It's you know, it's fun to play. It feels good. Um, it's just I couldn't get into it, and it's kind of the same deal with like Resident Evil Seven. Um, Did you like now, the I, the campaign in Halo? No, the only Halo campaign okay. I ever finished was the second one. Well, I have I mean, not that's finished the best any one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I would agree. <laughs> Given it's the only one that I finished, yeah, I would agree. <laughs> um, Love that Arbiter. Yeah. But yeah, it's like, I I don't know what it is about first-person games. I just have such a hard time connecting with the character on the screen, and the character on the screen is supposed to be me. But because I love everything else about the game, like I love the atmosphere of the game. It's just oozing in atmosphere. Mm -hmm. I love these cast of crazy B.O.W., rednecks out here in louisiana <laughs> i love texas chainsaw massacre yeah which is that's basically what this game is it's resident evil's version of texas chainsaw massacre um like because i'm i'm to the point of the game where i uh just i just killed marguerite okay i turned her into like ash and now i'm going to go deal with lucas's fun house um have fun short. <laughs> that's so encouraging thank you but yeah, I, I love everything about the game, but it's it very Resident Evil. It's very it re reminds me so much of Resident Evil One in its approach. 
Um, yeah. You know, through the puzzle solving, through, uh, you know, just taking place, you know, in this big, you know, mansion-esque environment, even though this one's a little bit less well-kept. Um, yeah. But it, it's a good game. It's just like, I'm, I'm having It's more to like a plantation and, house, almost. Yeah, yeah, it's a plantation house, and it's got all these little houses kind of around it, and I'm just slowly working my way through it. I really want to play that game in VR. Yeah, I'm upset with Sony, who uh, has the monopoly on VR, and I don't think we, like, even modders haven't really gotten a VR mod properly working on uh, working on PC, which is nuts to me. And uh, we uh. actually just started playing a little bit more VR stuff, because my brother-in-law, he got a VR headset, and he brought it over when we watched Kong vs. Godzilla. Um, we'll talk about that, too. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it was a really good time. You know, I was just like, oh, man, I would love to try Resident Evil in this. Yeah. Um, God, like, my dream game at the moment would be a just a straight-up remake of the original Resident Evil, but in VR. That would be pretty good. Yeah. Uh, pretty good. That would be the only way I would accept a, a Resident Evil remake that isn't like the original fixed camera angles if you're doing full <laughs> vr then i'm all for it <laughs> yeah vr is a really really cool like way to play games and it, it makes uh scary games spooky yeah very spooky uh i know my brother-in-law he's currently playing through uh half-life alex oh man then, um, i'm so jealous <laughs> yeah and then our, our friend uh uh isaac also played through half-life alex because he he also bought a bought a headset and played through that game. So, if I ever get a VR headset, I can you know shout outs to, uh, to Steam Share. I can uh, I can play and uh, play play through that. So I yeah, just Resident need to Evil? get a five. Yep. Uh, yeah, Resident Evil Seven's good so far. Glad um, you're enjoying it. It's uh, yeah. probably the best the series has been in years. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited for Village though. Oh yeah, really excited. So. <laughs> Let's hope we're not disappointed. I mean, it's got a nine foot, nine and a half foot tall vampire lady in it. I don't see like. I mean, I was that... already sold based on that. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Done. It's done. Take my sixty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because we're in the uh, the elite uh, PC squad, so we don't have to pay seventy dollars. <laughs> yep. Uh, so, what else? What else you been playing? Um, intermittently, I've been playing uh, games like Death Road to Canada with my girlfriend. Um been playing a little bit of that we've been playing the Mega Man ZX uh zero legacy collection oh okay yeah I I, I want to get it at some point I know like it, when it drops down to like 15 to 20 dollars I'll probably get it eventually but no man I've got um, it on on the switch <laughs> oh cool well cool I'm not paying no money then <laughs> <laughs> sorry Capcom um <laughs> you've got it aha <laughs> For those of you who don't know, like, Switch and Steam game share is great, and when you have good friends, it is good to share your video games with them. What is it, like, uh, Mi Wegos a Su Wegos? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, oh, that's, yeah, that's awesome. I know, uh, did you guys, uh, I think I saw you guys playing Kirby the other day. Yeah, uh... Kirby Star uh, Allies. Know, Star Allies, that's what it's called. <laughs> yeah, we've been playing yeah. that, too. Um, I, I've just been just calling call it, it the new... Switch. I've just been calling it Kirby or the new Kirby. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's basically what it is. Like, uh, me and the kids sat down and we played th uh, played like the first like five levels one day. That sure is a Kirby game. Yeah, it, it's Kirby <laughs> as heck. Um, <laughs> it's uh, the most consistent series on the planet. 
We just unlocked, uh, I think it was Dark Meta Knight, and she's been enjoying playing as him. Uh, I-, I wish that instead of playing as Kirby, I could just play as one of the allies, because we unlocked Marks first, and he's my favorite. Oh yeah, Marks is great. Still the best boss fight in uh, Smash Bros. Ultimate, hands down. Oh, for sure, because it's it's basically exactly the, uh, the superstar fight. Yeah, it's great. Because Smash is basically Kirby. Yeah, it really is. Really, really is. No, it's awesome. Like, it's, it's hard to find like a really good, uh, a uh, really good co-op game to like sit down and play with your SO. Yeah, especially nowadays because uh, mm-hmm. couch co-op is getting rarer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my wife and I, we, uh, I got. She just got a new PC last uh, last Christmas, and um, I uh, I gifted her Stardew Valley, and we've uh, we've put almost sixty hours into a co-op farm on that. That's um, cool. It's so yeah, easy it's, to put in like uh, single player hours, but putting in that many multiplayer hours is pretty impressive. Yeah, well, it's so like our yeah our PC setup is like mine's up against the wall, and hers is like kind of at a ninety degree angle, like behind me, and uh, we just we just sit down. And, you know, she'd be like, "Hey, you just want to play some Stardew?" Yeah, sure. And then we'd play for like an hour, and you know we've been doing that since Christmas, and. Like we've uh, we've gotten up to the uh, the post game island now, so that's oh, like yeah. all the new yeah all the new one point five content. Uh, we still got to work through the volcano mine area thing. Uh, yeah, I haven't had fight. any luck with that. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> it's very hard. You got to come it's really so prepared. Um, I haven't even reached level one hundred in the skull mine yet, so I guess I've got some more work to do on that. Oh yeah, I haven't. I I don't think I've hit further than like level thirty in the skull mine. I, I I got the the Mr. Key Mr. Quee Key whatever you however you pronounce his name the alien I got his, guy like, the yeah, blue man group dude, dude. <laughs> yes the blue man group um, I got his reward because uh, I got really lucky one day and I just kept falling down holes and like <laughs> jumping four air levels. quotes yeah. lucky <laughs> I got lucky and fell down a bunch of holes that day and I only broke one leg it was great. <laughs> But yeah, like this whole island is just crazy, and it's it's really interesting to me because you get to see exactly how far uh, concerned Ape has come with his sprite work. Mm-hmm. When you look at the quality of the sprites with like Birdie and Leo and all the parrots and everything, versus what you have back in uh back in Stardew Valley itself. Um, yeah. Um, th- thank goodness for mods. <laughs> yeah, I haven't installed it. We haven't. We've been playing the game completely vanilla too. That's cool. We have not played a. We have not installed a single mod yet. Um, There's a really good modding community for that game. Yeah, yeah. I've seen I've seen a lot of videos and stuff on it. I've seen some good mods and I've seen some weird mods. There are some <laughs> very bad ones too. <laughs> yeah, very very strange, uh, very strange mods. But yeah, like Stardew Valley is also available on basically like whatever you want to play it on, including um, Android and iOS. I think. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, there is no crossplay, uh, which is kind of a bummer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't think that's oh, up to concern Nape though. Yeah, yeah, it's. I don't. I don't think it needs crossplay per se, because I mean now, like with the new update, you've also got the local split screen. Right. Um, which is four players on every platform but the Switch and uh, you know mobile. Um, yeah. Sweet, yeah, but but it's 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 kind of crazy seeing how um, uh, how the game's multiplayer like really holds up, and it, it's just giving giving me and Chelsea something you know more meaningful to do than just like 
what we were doing every day in Animal Crossing. Um, right. Yeah, because we only have one Switch, so like when we were, whenever we played Animal Crossing, we would just play it locally. And like, I feel like split screen would have done that game like a world of good for the local multiplayer because at mm-hmm. some point, like you're just kind of walking around while the other person gets to play. Yep. I mean, it's works okay for our kids, but yeah, we're just like, oh, we got kind of tired of it. We, when we fell off Animal Crossing, we fell off Animal Crossing hard. Yeah, like, I think I've loaded it up like maybe three times since uh, August of last year. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a bummer. I, I keep meaning to be, you know, I keep meaning to check out the new uh, the Mario update stuff, but I did check I just, that out. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I haven't haven't played it. The warp pipes are very fun. Yeah, they look they look cool and they look uh like you know it's like I'm, I, when I saw how they worked I was like oh that's a great addition to the game. Yeah, that's a great addition. Uh, but my uh, my house in Animal Crossing is as far away from the airport as you can possibly get. So uh, same. <laughs> it, it makes travel so much easier. Mass transit for everybody. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah. Other than that, uh, I've I've been playing um, Immortals: Phoenix Rising. Oh yeah. There. That's, yeah. How's that's that? another game. You know, it's you know I I picked it up on Switch and I kind of wish I had it on PC as well. Um, but, you know, Ubisoft has, like, really impressed me, like, with, with some of the games that they put out on the Switch lately. Because another game that I had gotten, for, uh, that was developed by them over, uh, during, you know, during the holiday season was, um, uh, Starlink Battle for Atlas. I missed out on that when it came out. And the digital version has, you know, basically everything you need to play the game. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's been so long since we've had a Star Fox game. I was like, oh, you know, this will kind of scratch that itch. And it ac- absolutely did. You can play the game, you know, that game from start to finish, finish with uh, with Fox McCloud and like the it's funny because the Star Fox team is like in all the pre-renders cutscenes and all and they do <laughs> That's stuff. That's cool. More, yeah, more at the beginning of the game, but the game is really fun. It's got a satisfying gameplay loop. It's a little on the repetitive side, but I had a lot of fun with it. And uh, when I first saw the trailer for uh, Immortals which was at that point in time known as Gods and Monsters, and they absolutely should have kept that name, mm-hmm. where it was like, okay, like kind of a Greek mythology spin on Breath of the Wild. I was like, okay, cool. Let's you know, let's see how it is. And like, being a Ubisoft game, it went on sale like almost immediately. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I think I got it for like 25 or 30 bucks. You know, it's for the base game, but from my understanding, the DLC is not really worth it unless you are just like in love with this game anyway. And there's a lot to do in the base game anyway, but yeah, it's it's... It does exactly what it sets out to, you know, what it said it wanted to do is a Greek mythology, you know, take on Breath of the Wild's formula. I'm embarrassed to say that uh, I keep getting this game confused with Genshin Impact. (laughs) Yeah, it's funny that you say that because my my wife is literally playing Genshin Impact right behind me right now. (laughs) (laughs) So um, That's like a waifu game, though, I think, right? that That is a waifu game. That That is... Like, that's not even, like, a waifu game. That's a waifu game. Okay, so <laughs> it is, like, a total gotcha game. Got it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, yeah. <laughs> but I don't want to get on a, on a tangent about Genshin Impact cause right now because she'll start giving me death stares from across the room. <laughs> um, the one thing that I will give Genshin Impact, though, is, like, it does have, after you beat the main story, it does open up online co-op. Well, that's cool. You know, that's that's a good feature to have. I so anyway back to Immortals like so like the the story and the dialogue is hot garbage. It's really bad. 
but the moment-to-moment gameplay, like the combat, it, once you get the hang of it, it feels pretty smooth. The world is very vibrant, very colorful, um, which is you know kind of comes into the point where I'm just like, I wish I kind of had it on PC. Um, and I'll get kind of get into why here in a little bit and what's kind of stopping me from like really taking the dive into the PC version of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's fun to play. The world is fun to explore. Uh, you it does kind of give you the same kind of puzzles every you know every different area that you go to um but you do get to customize your character you do get uh it's got a nice flow to the combat the the how good is the uh, character customization i mean it's not crazy i mean you can you 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 get your choice between uh male or female uh hair color hairstyle uh scars on the face uh you can select a masculine or a feminine voice i think that's a about it so a little bit more than pokemon a little bit more than pokemon yeah but it's nothing it's nothing crazy but it's nice that it's there like the combat flows pretty well the dungeons are are neat you know it's it's very much breath a rip off of breath of the wild but it's not necessarily a bad thing in my eyes it's not it's not something that i would like wholeheartedly recommend that you go out and purchase right now but right yeah if you if you're kind of like it's, you know, if you want something to kind of hold you over until Breath of the Wild 2, this game is on the cheap, like, a lot. Like, yeah, it's, Ubisoft likes to put things on sale all yeah, they, the time. Yeah, it, it's going to go on sale, like, immediately. Just um, like Capcom. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, jeez, yeah. Like, Street Fighter Five is, like, $8 right now. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I believe that uh, Oro just came out. <laughs> oh, yeah, he did. He did, I- I've never played Street Fighter V, and I want to, but... Um, it didn't but yeah. start out as good as it is now. <laughs> yeah, that's, that is that is what I have heard. Speaking of um, fighting games, uh, a, a game that I'm really looking forward to is Guilty Gear Strive. I did not get to play the beta, but it looks really, really solid. Man, that, um, that rollback netcode, and um, yeah, th- the game is beautiful. Yeah, it's... Arc System Works has, like, such a way with their art styles. Everything looks so fluid. I mean, look at how good Dragon Ball Fighters looks. Oh, yeah. And this looks even you know? better. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, and even stuff like, uh, like, Blaze Blue Cross Tag, when they did the new sprites for, like, the Ruby characters, it's stunning how good those characters look. Yeah, I mean, uh, like, the, the the Blaze Blue characters and the uh, the Persona characters themselves look a little ragged around the edges at yeah, this Yeah, but point. they're also using old sprite work. Yeah, so. no, I mean, like, I, I was really into Marvel vs. Capcom, too, so I get it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you totally get it. Or, uh, um, God forbid, uh, Capcom vs. SNK 2, where uh, Morrigan's sprite was still the same one from Darkstalkers. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, it look yeah, Morgan looks so rough in that game. Yeah. Um but yeah, it's it's yeah, it's, it's Strive looks great. I've watched some streams of it. I've watched Maximilian Dude play it a bit and it, it's just that looks real that's a good looking fighting game. That's a very good looking fighting game. Um Yeah. <laughs> and uh what is uh Guilty Gear like plus R? I believe has they got rollback net code rollback net code uh put into it as well. So yeah. that's um uh, that's a. I hear that's a pretty, you know, pretty good way to start off and kind of learn the game, you know, learn the series, learn the mechanics and all. Yeah, that's uh, a pretty well liked one. Yeah, 
But I don't I don't think it's I think that's really only on PC, isn't it, with the rollback? I think, I think so, yeah. Yeah, I think the Switch version had rollback, but then it got had like delay base put back into it for some reason. <laughs> so uh, weird. Yeah. Um hey, Garo yeah. Mark of the Wolves has a uh, rollback now. I have that game. It's a, it's I a great game. game. I, I actually I own three copies of Garo Mark of the Wolves. I own it. I own the arcade version on Switch. I own the Amazon Games version because they were giving it out. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I haven't touched that version. And then I also got it for five bucks on Steam. That game so. has uh, Rock Howard in it, and I love Rock. Um, that's, yeah, that's all you need. Yeah. Even though I play... Um, I don't even like saying his name, but like I always like get like drawn to the Shoto characters, so I play Butt. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think his, like, real name is, like, Marco or something, but, like, he's just a really fun version of a Shoto. Yeah. <laughs> and I like him. But, yeah, no, Rock Howard is super, super cool. Yeah. Um, but... I definitely need to play more Gauro. Great but, game. Yeah, so, real, I think before we go, I think we have a, a giant monkey and a radioactive dinosaur we need to talk about for a little bit. Yeah, uh, so we wa just... we both watched uh, Godzilla vs. Kong uh, recently. Yeah, because I, it's on uh, HBO Max now. Yes, it is on HBO Max, and um, I do believe it's also in theaters. But I don't reckon I. I always just, just stay at home, <laughs> watch it. Yeah, unless uh, so, you've got both your vaccination shots and uh, you're going to a private screening, I don't recommend that. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, spoiler free. What did you think of it? Um, I really liked it. Um, but I'm easy to please with Godzilla. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm, I am, I am in the same boat. I remember I asked you, I was like, "Hey, how's the, how's King of the Monsters?" And you started to like give me a long-winded explanation about what the movie was about, and you just stopped and you're like, "You know what? You know what you're getting into." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was like, "Yeah, yeah. You know what? I think I do." Uh, and when I finally watched that movie, I was like, "Yeah, that is about what I expected, and that's all I wanted out of it." And I will say that uh, Godzilla vs. Kong does something uh, with its human characters that I think is better than they have been doing with these uh, legendary films, MonsterVerse movies. Yeah, so, alright, so, re so real quick, I'm just going to throw up a spoiler warning from pretty much here into the end of the podcast, so if you're sensitive to Godzilla spoilers and you haven't seen Godzilla vs. Kong yet, then I recommend you dip out now, otherwise... Let's go ahead and talk about it. So I assume that you are talking about <laughs> Kong's sign language. Yeah, yeah. And his relationship with the little girl. I thought that was excellent. Yeah, that's that my was, um, uh, my favorite human thing that happens in the movie. Yeah, that's that's probably my one of my like that was probably my favorite human moment like really in the whole MonsterVerse so far. It, and, it's sad though because there's also a human moment or like a human thing in this movie that is my biggest point of detraction from it but i'll get to that in a, in a moment go ahead yeah yeah so i so the movie starts off with you know kong on skull island in like a huge bio cage which is kind of crazy but yeah you, you it establishes pretty quick that this uh, little girl who is the last descendant of the tribe that lived on skull island is there and she's able to communicate with with kong via sign language she uh she is deaf and uh and it's yeah it, they, they've got a lot of really touching moments and then you've got Godzilla who... <laughs> so this was actually really, really funny to us. So Godzilla comes out of the ocean 
and basically lights Pensacola, Florida on fire. <laughs> um, and it's really funny because I used to live in Pensacola. And every time that they would show Pensacola, they would show all these like crazy sky rises and like, <laughs> all kinds of stuff. And I'm just like, dude, what is Pensacola not- is this? We, uh, we, we, um, we found like one shot in the movie that was shot actually on the road that we used to live on. It was shot <laughs> oh, wow. on scenic highway in Pensacola. The rest of it were just like, what is this? <laughs> Which city was this that they actually filmed? I have no idea, but that was not what Pensacola, Florida looks like. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you had some pretty cool, you know, some pretty cool stuff of, uh, of Godzilla blowing up, you know, this, this facility run by Apex in Pensacola. And then, uh, the, this podcast conspiracy theorist named Bernie, uh, sneaks in and I think he finds like what turns out to be Mechagodzilla's eyeball. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was emitting a noise like the orca from King of the Monsters, just just to piss Godzilla off. Yep. Uh, that is that is the whole. I yeah. So overall, the humans on the Godzilla side of this movie are very stupid. It, and... Yeah. Okay. So I, I want to <laughs> get to my least favorite human thing about this movie. Lay it on me. Uh, they completely wasted a uh, Doctor Sarazawa's son. Thank you. That is that is I, that was actually what I was about to complain about. <laughs> Why is he doing what he's doing in this movie? <laughs> like, uh, so was there the a thing. director's cut that we don't know about, <laughs> or at least it's the Sarazawa cut? Uh, no, it, it, Zack Snyder is just going to run around starting to release four-hour cuts of Godzilla movies, um, <laughs> just because he has those things. But yeah, it's. That was such a wasted opportunity. Like, I mean, I didn't even mind. Like, I have a very high tolerance for human characters in these Godzilla movies, in the legendary Godzilla films. Yeah. Like, a lot of them I don't really mind. Like, I didn't mind any of them in King of the Monsters. I actively like them in Kong Skull Island, and I didn't really mind them in, Co- in Godzilla 2014. And I really didn't mind Millie Bobby Brown and her Godzilla posse in this movie. They really didn't bother me. I mean, they're um, hardly in it. <laughs> I know they bothered, bothered a lot of people, but they didn't really personally bother me. But I can't help but think that, yeah, like, yeah, they're hardly in it. And But I couldn't help but think, like, man, wouldn't it have been much better to have Sarazawa's, kid, you know, son uh, be the core of the Godzilla plotline? Like... Uh, I'm trying to understand what they were going Hello? for here. It's like, is Sarah or Doctor Sarazawa's son supposed to be like swearing vengeance against Godzilla for quote unquote killing his dad? <laughs> because I mean, that's I not know. what happened. It, but like, maybe that's how. Film. Maybe that's how he understands it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, I could see an angle for that. You know, I could, I could see him, you know, disagreeing with his dad and saying, hey. You know, we don't really know how to deal with the Titans. You know, maybe we should build our own Titan to deal with it. Yeah, maybe you shouldn't have killed yourself by flooding the chamber with radiation. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, uh, there's a lot going on there. And like, it'll hurt your brain if you think about it too hard. (laughs) But hey, we we do get like a legit battle with an actual uh, ending for uh, Godzilla vs. Kong. And it's super satisfying. Yeah, yeah. So, so like, yeah. So there's uh, there's three main fights in this movie. You've got the first Godzilla versus Kong on, on the, the aircraft, uh, the carrier. aircraft carriers, um, which Godzilla very handily handed Kong his ass. 
Uh, <laughs> he, he doesn't have his... Uh, this isn't like Donkey Kong. This isn't going to be aquatic ambiance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Godzilla tries to drown Kong and nearly succeeds. Um, I cannot believe that Kong was able to jump from ship to ship and not immediately blow them up and sink them. <laughs> uh, you've got to suspend your disbelief a whole lot yeah. for this movie. <laughs> yeah, you, you really do. You really Cause do. Because this isn't even the wildest thing that happens in this movie. <laughs> it's really not. Um, and then, you know, you've got the, the second fight between, uh, you know, there's a whole bunch of, you know, in between these two fights, there's a whole bunch of stuff in Hollow Earth, which is actually kind of neat because Hollow Kong Earth is the there. most insane stuff in this movie. <laughs> I kind of wish Godzilla and Kong could have fought there. <laughs> like somewhere in that like anti-gravity bullshit that they had going on in there. <laughs> yeah, I want to see this Dragon Ball Z Kong Godzilla fight. I, you know, it's all sorts of stupid, and that's what I'm here for. That Not is that what that I matters because uh, apparently Godzilla can shoot straight through the earth <laughs> and through a wormhole to hit exactly where he thinks Kong is. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> so let's break it down. So Kong goes to Hollow Earth and finds an axe made made out of a dead Godzilla's like dorsal fin, and this pisses Godzilla off to no end. Where he just literally nukes it, and, like blows a hole through the center of the Earth, like has it come out like right next to Kong. <laughs> And it looks like Kong just, like, looks through the hole and screams F you in gorilla talk. Um, <laughs> which proceeds to jump which down shouldn't this work hole. because, like, we've established that there's, like, Hollow Earth isn't actually, like, accessible like that. It, you have to go through a wormhole. No. <laughs> yes, you have to actually go through a wormhole. They treat it but like it's an alternate matter. dimension. <laughs> yeah, they do. And so, like, so Kong jumps in the hole and ends up in Hong Kong. <laughs> Sorry about it. Um, and then we have our second fight between Godzilla and Kong, and there's a lot of good stuff on display here. Oh yeah! Like if you're here, if you're here for monster fights, this is good stuff. This is really good stuff. If, if you're here um, for your boy Kong, uh, I will say he gets a good showing until Godzilla finally decides to take things seriously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, and then yeah. you get uh, you get to see why they call him the King of Monsters. <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, like, Kong gets a lot of really good shots in, and uh, I actually really liked the uh, the sequence where uh, <laughs> uh, Kong is, like, hiding out on top of a building, and he's ra waiting there with a crane, just a, a construction crane in his hand, and Godzilla gets down on all fours, Kong throws the crane, hits the building, Godzilla turns around to try and attack it, and then he just jumps on Godzilla's back and tries to, tries to beat him. Yeah, um, that doesn't, doesn't last long. <laughs> that does not last long. Before you know it, uh, Godzilla has Kong on the floor, and he is stomping on his chest and ripping his chest open with his claws. Um, yeah, and he dislocates his shoulder. <laughs> yeah, and he dislocates his shoulder. Yeah, so Godzilla absolutely won that fight, and I don't, I don't. Oh, think there's should you can't even contest that. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's. It's, yeah, it's done. Kong is, like, laying on the ground about to die. Uh, so then, um, the, you know, the big, the mega, mecha Godzilla comes out of the, out of the mountain behind Hong Kong, uh, after the humans had the wonderful idea to think, okay, well, let's hook up, uh, let's hook up mecha Godzilla to the brain of a dead Ghidorah. Uh, what could go wrong? 
Yeah, and uh, they even used the stupid head of Ghidorah. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. They, so, like, the three heads of Ghidorah are named Ichi, Ni, and Kevin. <laughs> I think that may just be a fan name, but, like, it's it's caught on, so it, now it's I, Ichi, I mean, Ni, I'm, and I'm, Kevin. I, I'm pretty sure that's the official Japanese translation. <laughs> Um, <laughs> let me just, let me call Sakurai. I'm sure he knows. Okay, yeah, he says it's Kevin. Okay, cool. Uh, so. <laughs> but yeah, it was the dumb one that kept getting into trouble in King of the Monsters. That's yeah. the head we're dealing with here. <laughs> and it, it's, you wouldn't be able to tell because it's super cold and calculating. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, so it just, yeah, it bursts out of the mountain and just begins to hand Godzilla his ass. Yeah. Uh, like, I've never seen a monster grab grab the back of Godzilla's head and then, like, repeatedly bash it through several buildings. And he was, a uh, like, Mechagodzilla, like, pins Godzilla down to the ground and is about to do to Godzilla what Godzilla did to the Muto in the first movie. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the little girl, they, they managed to use that the, 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 the vehicle that they used to get to Hollow Earth as a defibrillator. <laughs> <laughs> to shock Kong back to life, he he fixes his shoulder on the side of a building, and then, then Kong nearly dies. Um, but thanks to the power of alcohol, uh, Mechagodzilla hesitates very briefly, and <laughs> Go Godzilla is able to recharge Kong's axe, and then Kong just cuts him in, cuts Mechagodzilla into pieces, and rips off rips off its head, and it's beautiful. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Godzilla basically just leaves Kong alone. <laughs> Decides not to kill him. Yeah. <laughs> well, Kong, Kong lays down the axe. He's like, look, man, I know I can't do this. <laughs> and Godzilla's just like, good. <laughs> he goes back into the ocean. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this this movie is is all over the place. It's very dumb. Of, and it's, it's very, very fun. dumb. But that's, yeah, that's what I'm here for. I'm here for very stupid fun. And that's what I got. I got a very stupid fun movie. Oh, God, um, I hope the next movie is Space Godzilla or Destroya. Oh, <laughs> Sorry, uh, Destoroya. <laughs> Destoroya. Destoroya. Yeah, I... Oh, man. Uh, I I really... like. I, I kind of want Biolante. Uh, Biolante is actually my favorite kaiju in uh, the Godzilla series, but... um, Well, okay, and... Uh, I, I really like, uh, yeah, it's Gigan. I, I think yeah. I like. Yeah, it's it's a hard decision. I think I think Space Godzilla is probably the only thing that can match the amount of stupid that this movie gave us, and like still yeah. be on that that same amount of quality. So I'm, I, you know, I, I think you've won me over. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, hope I'm well. For Space Godzilla. <laughs> that or they could use Hedora. <laughs> oh Lord, the sm <laughs> the smog monster. <laughs> Oh no! Don't do a it. representation of global warming. Let's just do it. Oh no! Oh jeez. That way we could get Godzilla flying. Or uh, I've seen. When a lot are of we introducing Jet Jaguar? Right. I've actually. I, I want. Actually, I kind of want one of these. Uh, these fan-made crossovers to happen. Um, you know, someone posted a, a a fake movie poster of like Fast and the Furious versus Godzilla. <laughs> Well, I mean, and if we're going for actual crossovers, I would kill for an Ultraman uh, Godzilla crossover. That would be pretty cool. The uh, Pacific Rim could has potential too. 
Yeah, I mean, um, th those poor Jaegers. <laughs> I mean, or we could just bring Godzilla into the MCU. It's comic accurate, and we could just have them play basketball. It's fine. <laughs> well, I mean, that may very well happen in the, the Space Jam sequel. <laughs> You're very right. That's another can of worms. So, yeah, overall, Kong vs. Godzilla is a fun time. If you just please suspend your disbelief. It, I give it a monkey out this. of 10. The, that is it's a very uh very fair score however i think i'm going to go with radioactive dinosaur out of 10 yeah yeah just just so we can have those very opposite opinions well i mean it's funny because like i never once rooted for king kong in this entire movie <laughs> here's okay here's here's what how i've how i've told people about this i'm like okay look godzilla wins the fight but kong will win your heart <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah I'm so that's sorry accurate it's that. <laughs> very accurate like, you're telling people to go out and date kong which you know i i guess that's the the natural extension of the uh, idea of the original kong movie yeah, not like uh true. not skull island but the original king kong movie <laughs> yeah yeah the the original oh goodness <laughs> all right well i think that's about gonna wrap us up for the night you know hope you guys enjoyed our little you know, off the cuff topics we've got, you know, we had going on tonight. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, we'll be back again. Should be back next week. No holidays next week. So yeah. All right. Again, thank you guys so much for tuning in and uh, we'll see you guys next time. And Hey, you know, down below, let us know what, you know, what, what games you have been playing lately and also what you thought of Godzilla versus Kong, because those are two very related topics. Yeah, exactly. You know, both of them, <laughs> you know, both of them, but all right. Inquiring all, minds want to know. Yes. We need to know. But all right. Thank you guys so much and you have a great night. Bye bye. Ciao.